Hey there, Lions fans. It's Randy and Rich here. Hey. The M66 North Detroit Lions podcast coming to you from the roof of the M66 studios here. Uh, cleaning out the wood stove chimney uh, here so as we do not need to call the fire department at some point. <laughs> no fire department. Yes. So... Uh, you know, last week we uh, managed to not say watch for Dear One Pride. Yeah, we fucked up Go the lines. ending. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe on the 300th episode we'll start getting Yeah, look, right. I just wonder if anybody actually did hit a deer because you didn't take heed to it. We didn't give our warning, you know, so. Right. Hope not, but. They may have been staring at their phone because, hey, guys, you forgot to say, and, you know. That's happened. It has. Don't that's why That's why you, you yes. sh- your phone should be in your pocket when you're driving. There you go. Yep. The uh, fire department may get called to that scene as well. Yeah, we don't want none of that kind no. of crap. No, we don't. So, uh, yeah, what, hopefully. What's, what's the saying? Hmm? Don't. Uh, don't text, keep out of racks or something uh, like that. Yes. Something like that, or, you know, it's maybe it's backwards. It's the original. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Stop wrecks, don't text. That's what it is. Yes, so... And, but by all means, do everything you can to podcast while driving. Uh, that can play for an hour without having to touch it. So. As long as your hands are at 10 and 2 on the steering wheel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and if you are listening to this podcast, you're listening because you're a really freaking diehard Lions fan. And uh, you're like searching for things. At this or, point. or I figure. Or you're an old guy like us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and if, uh, if you're an old guy uh, or, like us and you may have traveled to one of the, the games uh, this year, uh, shout out to you. Um, the Lions had a great travel uh, uh, team yeah, this year. That, shall, that's a great idea. Let, let's give a shout out to all the guys, who, people who traveled yeah. to go see these Lions I'm games. I'm not saying they're all retired old people. But, no, no. <laughs> but if, you know. That, it was really cool. I mean, fits, that's what I'd be doing. To hear right. Brad Holmes talk about it in his, his recent interview about, you know, going to these games away and seeing all these fans you know the one game they had more blue in the stands than they did the te- the uh the other team's colors you know yeah, so yeah it was happening week after week there down the stretch and it was the whole season really you know but yeah definitely in uh just an amazing travel season for right me. but you got to ask yourself too it's like how many of those people that were lions fans at that point are still Lions fans at this point after the loss in the NFC Championship game. You know? <laughs> you jumping off that bandwagon? Right? I don't know. It's like a lot of people, well, I was a Lions fan for about two weeks. <laughs> you know? You know? Well, I'm sure there are some out there that, that think it's a flash in the pan like right. the Giants were last year. Right. You know? You get, yeah. they, they get in there. Uh, and It's like, oh, come on. Like the you 49ers know, the were this year? And, and Dable getting the coach of the year last year because he got him to the playoffs and and well shoot our guy got us to the playoffs this year and we didn't get no coach of the year yeah. you know it's uh 
know. Yeah, I think Dan Campbell got kind of got got a little bit freaking nixed in that. You know, yeah. I don't. I think he got he got screwed last year because he didn't make the playoffs. If he had made the playoffs last year because of the 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 bunk Seattle call, right, that kept us out, uh, then he would have got the coach of the year over Dable last year, right, and and then. The experience that they got last year would have helped them this year. Well, yeah, and if, if they, we then the the call in in Dallas. I, I think the Dallas game is what kind of screwed him. If we if we had finished the number two seed, yeah, you know, I right. I, I think he, it would have been a different story. Yeah, you know, it's it's I get, you know, like the, for the five years that we've done this crazy thing we call a podcast uh m66 north detroit lions podcast i've not been one to pay much heed to the refs and and what they do uh you know my opinion on refs yeah yeah i think it's all over the top right and and i get that i i just sort of fluff it off and that could be frustrating but i i i don't see where it really, really changes our game more than other games across the league, right? The, the refs just suck right once in a and, and then there's a, a crew that sucks, and that they go around and they suck <laughs> right. everywhere. They don't right. just but suck. But the question is, is are, do they suck on purpose? Yeah. You know, well, and that's, yeah. and that's, 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 that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's part you of know. the same it story. It, it, it's, it's still the same story, Rich. Yeah. Well, there's okay. one. And that's why the Dallas Fella has a problem, where and you, they need to deal with it. There's one side of the story where you just don't pay that any heed because it's not a thing, right? And you don't have to worry about that. So, well, Sheila doesn't seem to think so. Well, there, yeah. the, the percentage of things, you know, and the fact that it didn't actually, like, break out and hit the media uh, big time is in her meeting with Goodell. I think yeah. you can chalk that up as to a year-end owner meeting the commissioner. I think it's just the beginning of a hellstorm that's on the horizon. I really don't think she's going to let it go, Rich. I really don't, because well, year after year, there are so many bad things that happen to the Detroit Lions of either getting into the playoffs or even winning any particular game. There's yeah. always a, a ref there or, you know, some bad call. I mean, there's there's yeah. miles and miles of, of videotape out there in, in yeah. YouTube land that, that, you know, shows you everywhere the Detroit Lions got freaking screwed out of a win, you know? Yeah. And it does happen across the board, across the league. Not as much as it does in Detroit, and that's been proven too. Okay, nothing happens anywhere else in the league as much as it does to Detroit. I really didn't and mean to that is not a speculation. That is the truth. I'll let you have that. You better because uh, I, you're not going to get off. That is the truth. <laughs> yeah, of yours there. There is no other team in the NFL that gets penalized. For that kind of bullshit, this bullshit calls but it's, as much but as Detroit over. does. That's over because we did not have that I, many. We had a couple. That really is the point. Is no, there, the, were, there was a crucial, crucial call here during or there. critical games. Yes, and that's where you're going to find your difference. Well, is not necessarily in the regular season games, 
but where it makes a difference in the postseason, and like like right. the like Dallas game. See now it matters know? more to me. Yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. It it didn't used to matter that much because bad teams get penalized, right? And now it's we're a good team. And, and we're still actually, getting penalized. Well, but not as often. We're not getting penalized as often, but we got a crucial penalty at a bad time. And and that is absolutely something to bitch about. Right. right? But that, that happens three, four times in a game. Like, okay, Detroit got a first down. Let's go. No, wait, what's the flag on the other side? That was a late flag. That wasn't there two seconds. Then, Why is it there now? You then know? Sutton doesn't get called for holding in the <laughs> game, and, it, and, it's, and it's cool. And then, well, yeah. And, and then but, Dallas with the tripping, right, where it's, you know, where the tripping was definitely supposed to be called on the uh, on the line. Right, so or, or the, the pass interference where the guy was just totally in his face and he couldn't see the ball. The ball hit the defender in the back of the head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that wasn't pass interference? I'm not saying it wasn't. You know, it didn't get called. But he run him right over, Rich. You yeah. know? I'm not saying and they you, picked the I, fucking I'm flag not, up. I'm not you disagreeing. Yeah. I'm just saying it happened to Dallas. It, hap- it does happen in... It never happens in, in Dallas, though. That's the thing. You know? Well, no, well uh, that's what I mean. They got the call. It, well, at least it, not to Dallas. Right. It, there was no flag in Dallas, right? And Sutton didn't get the flag. And so, uh, you know, there are comparisons and comparables in, uh, in situations. But, yeah, it sucks. It hurts. It hurts, you know. Uh, but I think all of this, you know, it just means next year... Where they're gonna keep keep going. They're gonna start their run like Kansas City has uh, kept their run going. You know, it, there's no reason the Lions can't keep their run going. We get to play San Francisco again next year, or uh, Kansas City again next year, and I hope it's the first game of the season again. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck another freaking banner rising, you know? Oh, they'd be in Detroit this year. I don't think so. I no. think it's an away game uh, because they 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 beat us or no they did. I don't know. We beat them in Kansas City, but that wouldn't. They might have the favorable schedule because it wouldn't matter. It, yeah, what we did last year wouldn't matter. because they they won. You know, it all. So yeah. okay, yeah, we play. Oh no, no, we don't play. We play the 49ers. Yeah, we don't play a- Kansas City. No, we don't play Kansas City. There we go. Yeah, that's AFC. Yeah. I thought that was our, you were saying that was no, our No, we play AFC the 49ers. Team. We play the 49ers. That's where I got it mixed up. So okay. that's our the, home games are Chicago. NFC West, right? Our home games are Chicago, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Jaguars, Green Bay, Rams, Seahawks, Tennessee, and Minnesota. Yeah. Our away games are the 49ers, Chicago, Arizona, Indianapolis, Dallas, Green Bay, Houston, and Minnesota. Last That's good. Yeah, Dallas and Houston, those will be interesting games. So yeah, but we're going to play in Dallas again, so. Again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Because yeah, Philadelphia let us down, and, well, they didn't let us down. We wanted them to fail so we could get a higher seed. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all really because we lost to Dallas. 
and if, if we, we had, yeah if we, we beaten we Dallas, <laughs> if we had beaten Dallas, then I think which the, we did, the Eagles would have been number one in the division, mm. and we'd be playing the Eagles next year instead of. Yeah, you know, something stupid. I'd rather like play this, the so. Eagles. You want to talk about freaking well, self-destruct? How the dominoes fall in the NFL offseason in the, the 24, yeah, well, uh, or the 2020 hindsight. Um, what the hell, what the hell going on in the 2020, NFL? 2020, <laughs> I see better than the refs' hindsight. Um, refs suck. Yeah, they, they suck. do. They suck. They got a problem. The NFL needs to fix it. Yeah. So, so what are we going to talk about this week, other than that? Stuff? That's a good question. You know, I just wanted to. I want to. You know, let's get back to you know. We talked about some coaching hires last week, and yeah. you know, and there, there's some. been some question marks with you know now that they they hired uh, marks, yeah, question marks. You know, like they hired Terrell Williams as a defensive line coach, right? Yes. But they st- haven't done anything with uh, um, John Scott Jr. He's still on the team. But then again, yeah. it's said, yeah. not the end of the season yet. Right. His contract hasn't In expired. March 13th, you know, is it marks the new year. It also marks the beginning of free agency. So, you know, it, who's to say that, you know, maybe... Come March thirteenth, John Scott is no longer with the team. But right now, yeah. I the way I see it right now is there's been no mention of either guy being fired. Yeah. You know, and some some contracts I being let go. I don't. I've I've read that uh, some contracts <clears throat> go one week beyond the end of the the year, <clears throat> just for semantics or whatever. You know, I I don't remember. If that was front office or, or probably travel know, time for to get from one city back to where you live, you know, or just negotiation time, right? Whatever, exactly, but, uh, you know. Yeah, but I, I, I wanted the reason I brought this up was because, you know, right now Detroit has two defensive line coaches and two cornerback coaches. Dre Bly is still with the team as well. And who to was, me, who was the new corner hire? Um, actually. Deshae Townsend, the new passing game coordinator for defense, backslash cornerback coach. Deshaun, Deshaun Townsend? Deshae. Deshae. Deshae Townsend. 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 T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so, you know, the, the way I see it is, you know, John Scott Jr. had a real successful season with run defense. His, Undeniable. His his line finished like top five run defense, you know. Yeah. So but but struggled very much so with, with the passing pass rush, you know. Like the defensive line just could not generate the sacks. They were like they had like forty one sacks or something like that. And it was like twenty yeah. Fifth, yeah, or, or something like bitching, that. Bitching about not having a pair for <clears throat> right. So, uh, so I, I, what I say is, right now, I think John Scott is going to be retained as that run defense to line coach, and and I think the re, and they bring in uh, um, uh, 
Terrell Williams is to be that defensive line pass brush oh, guy. This is Deshae uh, Townsend. He's, he's a cornerback coach, basically passing game coordinator to the defense, which is basically, to me, that is a correlation between the defensive line and the cornerback defensive backs, okay, and, and how they need to read each other. Coordinator. Yeah, how they both departments need to read each off each other to know what they're going to do. Because with the pass rush gets there, it doesn't matter, you know, yeah. who you got in the backfield, you know. But, yeah. you know, it, that that deep, that defensive line has to get home. Right. So they and got those guys, and they, they hired Terrell Williams. Terrell, um, yeah, Terrell Williams, I think, is, is, is like, going to help solidify that pass rush, you know. That's basically what he does because – when he was in Tennessee, I mean, they didn't have a a super good team, you know, but they had a really good pass rush in their defense. They got to the quarterback a lot. Yeah. Well, that's in Vrabel and it was a defensive mm-hmm. uh, yep. head coach. What I liked team. the most about Terrell Williams is he was like one of the head coaches in his senior bowl. So that kind of gives the Lions a little heads up on what what's going on with those players. Yeah. That's that's uh, uh, interesting. And that, that whole side note on that, right, and him being uh, a head coach at the Senior Bowl. Um, but you know, this guy knows his shit. Yeah. Really, he does. Yeah. I mean... It's just interesting how they, they... Well, it's not interesting, actually. It's I have a beef about it, actually, and that's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> it's it's the, the, the way they've changed the coaching and... At the senior bowls, and they they don't take a full team's staff against a full team's staff, and coaches up the players together in a in a instead they in they a, take them from all over, right. and that's that's fine with me. I think that's what you know, where you where see, you I guys think, get the breaks. I think you it's, know? it's good for the coaches, mm-hmm. but I think it hurts the kids, and it I don't and really. And it, my beef is that it it you're I think trying it hurts to find the you're trying to find the best coaches because the game and the the senior bowl isn't doesn't have a uniform coaching staff. It it it's getting a bunch of guys together that have not never worked together before and it's and it's trying to showcase which which is, coaches and not the players and the <clears throat> players should be coming no into they're the trying to do both at the same would time would you let me Rich. finish they i know they are but i think it's it it it's not a good thing i th- for the players i don't think it's good for the, the I, scouting and, and, and i don't see i don't think it's good for, why uh, but okay. i'm trying to tell you why yeah, it doesn't make <laughs> sense you won't. Well, you won't even listen to what's on that I've would been make listening sense. to it for five minutes now. No, you've been talking over it. <laughs> I haven't said a fucking word. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, it just makes no sense because they should have a cohesive unit as opposed to a, a chaotic's not a good word, but it's overkill. But you you know what I'm saying. So it just, sure. it just seems like. So Terrell Williams is the head coach, um, and and that's that's a good thing 
for for us now that he is here. And that's the point, right? I, I just don't think John Scott's going anywhere because, you know, what he did yeah. with the run defense. And and I, if, if he does, we'll know on the 13th, you know, because, you know, or there shortly after. Because I, mean, I don't know. It, yeah. I would think that if he's not coming back, he would be interviewing with the other teams. But there has been no reports of any interviews for him or Dre Bly. You know, which, yeah. you know, which, which surprised me as well, you know? So, you know, I, I got to kind of got to say at this point, they're, they're both there. I mean, you know, it's like you've got two defensive line coaches and you have two cornerback coaches. Yeah. Which is know? weird. It's just weird. Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got Brian Duker, who is the defensive backs coach. And then you got, now you got, uh, Cornerback coach Dre Bly, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so you know, I would, and then and then you got cornerback uh, Deshae Townsend as yeah. the coach, you know. So it's yeah, like, it's weird. so I don't think so I because, like I said before, these are the two weakest departments well, on our are. defense. They need, they need help. They need help, <laughs> and it's not necessarily <laughs> the the players. They just but, haven't uh, developed as quick as they wanted to. So what do they do? They bring in better coaches. Yeah. Or more coaches, I should say. More coaches, you know? Yeah, it's like they're not upgrading. They're just dividing and conquering, right? Right. You know, it's like everybody has their own department. It's like I said, you know, you got the safeties, you got the cornerbacks, and then you have defensive backs, you know? And and they probably all fall into the classification of defensive backs in one way, shape, or form because of their cross-training. Right. We were talking about cornerbacks last week, and it's like, if you want to, everyone wants to get better at outside corner, right? And because, I don't know, if it's just optical and that's what you see and that's what you expect. You see, like, you Sauce Gardner, uh, Ward over in Cleveland, uh, just, you know, guys that can come in and, and start and play and be a good outside corner, but... Uh, there is this emphasis on versatility and, and being able to step inside. And, and Cam Sutton did do that. He did step inside and he's playing other ways and not just out on an Island. And, um, so how do you get better? Do you free agency? Yes. Yeah, it free agency. It's free so, agency yeah. for, without a doubt, you know, yeah. and we have, Will Sutton, for, we have to wait for that a little bit, right? Until it actually happens. Will Sutton last year was the best and the healthiest cornerback on a team. The right, number right. two best one was, was Vildor. Okay. Jerry Jacobs got hurt and everybody else just fell apart. I mean, <laughs> CJ, GJ came back way late, yeah. but he's a safety. You know, and uh, um, out to last year, right? Well, who are you gonna who are you gonna put out there? Freaking Will Harris? Fuck no! God. Right? You know, so like luxurious Sneed, right from Kansas City, right? Uh, going so, through the parade as we speak right now. So Will Sutton is actually a number two guy that was playing well above his pay grade, and and so was Vildor. I see both those guys coming back. I mean, everyone's coming back minus one. Well, I yeah. see Mosley coming back too. You know. I, I, yeah. I, Gilmore, yes. I, you know, but every Jacobs is the maybe no. Yeah, and 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 it's too bad for that. But I think Jerry is the odd guy out. Yeah, he'll find another job. There's no doubt. He's good enough to be on a lot of other teams. But unless I'm mistaken, and he's like a restricted free agent. He's also 
he's also, you know, developing too. Is another guy that you got to keep that word in mind. You know, he was an undrafted free agent. It's going to take him a little longer. He kicked ass the first couple of years. Like I said, playing way above his pay grade. Don't forget, you, know? you want to get rid of Harris too. So. Well, he's gone no matter what. I think his contract is over. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I see, uh, I see uh, Detroit bringing in a vet, maybe two of them. You know, as free agents. You know, it depends yeah. on you know what they're going to do in the draft. They yeah. could draft a starting quarterback. You know, but you know, is he really a starter? Can he jump right in there? See. Do you really want to like you know? I mean, Maybe they, fuck like, him up, you know. I, I keep saying over and over is they they could do that with with a guy at say twenty nine and, and stay put, and someone falls to them, and it's a corner. They take him. Why why couldn't they start him day one when they started Jerry Jacobs day one? Well, because for one reason they didn't have a choice with Jerry Jacobs. Right. Well, okay. Now with this guy, they do. You know, yeah. if, if they, they have well, that option, they, they do. <laughs> I they don't do. know if they do. They're drafting this year, not for this year, but for next year, sure. the following year. They are ahead of the draft, Rich. Well, but that makes no sense in, in when comparing <laughs> Jacobs, an undrafted guy, and a first-round talent, right? But it happened. You know, there's, there's he, no reason he, you got, he was start. the only guy that they had. He was the best cornerback they had at the time. That's why he was out there. Yeah. Okay, now now that my time is, has evolved, he's not the best one out there anymore. If this guy that you drafted 29 is the best one out there, you're going to start him. But he's got to prove that in camp. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he, he, that's what I just said. But the thing <laughs> is, though, is if you if you don't have to, you they're not you're they're not going to. And and they, my my point is, I think they have to because you got to get better. You got to get better, and that's why you're doing it. And you think you can get better, and that's why you're doing it. No, that's and, the same. Yeah. That's the same argument I made with Broderick yeah. Tom, um, uh, Broderick Martin all all summer, all all season long. Yeah, but they never pulled the trigger. That's because that's because he wasn't good enough. He, no, it's not. He wasn't good enough. Well, he just wasn't fucking ready. Well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. Words, if he wasn't exactly. good enough, he wouldn't be there, Rich. Well, he's good enough to be there. He wasn't good enough to start. That's he was. <laughs> we were at. We're saying the same thing with different words. You got to re- understand what they gave up for him. I mean, they gave yeah. up two draft picks to but get. You're him. also comparing a fourth round and a first round, so it's you know, let's settle down, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna throw something at you. I'm, I just, I, I'm not gonna hit you. I'm just You're gonna throw up. something at you. You're just riled up today. Where's a salt shaker? Really <laughs> riled up today. No, I, I try to make a point. But at Mosley will be back to on a prove it deal one year, very very cheap, that's and he's the guy that week. your possible starter yeah. at that's, this point. That's you know, what we we're trying to get to. Yes, if, if he's gonna pan out, then you're probably only gonna bring in one vet. You know, and, and and then draft another one. And and that's probably more than likely what's gonna happen is 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 Mosley's gonna be ready to go. They'll give him a cheap prove it one year deal and if he recruits back to the way that he was two years ago, he's gonna be awesome. Because when he was a forty er he kicked ass he that did. year and that's there were hopes there with him, and I think we forget that. That's why we brought him here this year, you know. And 
for last year. Right, right. Last you know, year and, this and, year. Uh, that, and the bottom fell out of him when, with that ACL injury or whatever it was. You know, he had one ACL injury, and then he was just recovering from that. And then this past season, he did the other one. So, you know, they, they repair them for they come back stronger than what they were when they when they ripped them, you know. So uh, that's what you got to hope for. And that's what I think is going to happen with Mosley this year. They'll give him a one-year deal, and he'll prove it in camp. And he'll either be the starter or another number two, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and then that would put Vildor probably on the practice squad. I mean, and and that does Maybe. and that is that's my hem and haw with the whole cornerback thing is last year they went heavy on free agents and, and it, injuries destroyed that big, right big time. So do they just? Run it. They back. gotta bring in one. Do, they're, well, they're, hold on. They gotta bring in at least on. one. Okay, but hold on. Do they run it back with Mosley and and CJ, and and yes, bring back one, and CJ's not coming back. Well, that's another story. But I'm just you know, I mean, do you? <laughs> because CJ is versatile, and and everyone's versatile, and. You you're not bringing back uh, Tracy Walker in this scenario, so CJ's more likely to stay in that scenario because you're getting rid of useless money and and paying a little extra for a guy that that you really thought highly of and didn't get a chance to use last year. And the same with Mosley and and then and and does this? Do you actually go to war, quote unquote? With the guys you wanted to have last year, well, I think I think right now, plus right one, now so in the safety department, your starters are are iffy and uh, well, we were and, talking and, about and, safety uh, and uh, um, what's the other one? Yeah, um, Joseph, Joseph. Yeah, you know, and so you know, Tracy doesn't need to be there, and and neither does Gardner Johnson. Well, you need three. You can't just have right, and that's yeah. what the draft is for. Well, you know, you and you've also got uh, the um, the other okay, uh, so Brian you, Branch is out there, and you right, got of and that's and, your nickel. Yeah. So you know what you know they'll they'll need three more. They'll need yeah. they'll put six six yeah. I stand six. Yeah. So you could have six C- CJ or someone else four but, cornerbacks, yeah, the, maybe five. The, yeah, the corners. Uh, what do you think? You know, uh, with Sutton and 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 Mosley is that is. Do you think you can? Is that an upgrade from last year? Well, I think right now what you have in the number two, three, and four spot is is your starters from last year, Vildor on one side and Sutton on the other. Hey, with who, uh, who's the one in that scenario? Because um, you got one and two, not two. And right? Eight, no, three. they're two, three, and four. And who's one? There is no number one, Rich. That's well, the point. There well, is no number one. When you're That's you got. You got knows. number two, three, and four right there with those three guys. You know. Well, I mean, Sutton is is a number two. He's not a number one. No, he's not. Right. But he's he, he's but your te- number two. But technically, when you're running X's and O's, you have a number one corner and a number two corner. Even though technically, you know, number one's not Sauce well, Gardner, uh, right? Well, I'm saying number two yeah. as your backups. Okay. 
All right, you know it's oh, like see, I'm all right. Number one is your starting right. Well, you got corner, you got your number, number one, your number two, two, number one, number two, number yeah. three, number four. Right. Okay. Yeah, so Back I, and forth. Number five. And you keep evading who's number one. We don't have a number one, and that's well, my Sutton, point. Sutton's the number one. Well, now, well, he's not gonna be. Right. Okay, and then the, what he is is a number two. Future. So you start him in number two, and yeah. that's the space you have to fill either in free agency or in the draft. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. You also want to bring Sutton in some freaking competition, which I'm thinking is that where that other vet is going to be. Okay. It's going to be, you know, yeah, for that so, number so one spot will like, be it'll be Sutton versus whoever. Gee, uh, you know, luxurious thing. Right. And on the other yeah. side, whoever they bring in, you know, yeah. will go up against Fildor. You know. So yeah. and yeah. and that's the way I see that. And then anything. After that is probably a, a draft pick from. Did we have a cornerback drafted last year? No, we didn't. No, and that's and that's <laughs> you know? right. All and, and I always come back to well Gilmore, uh, uh, not a draft pick. Not no, Lucas it's an undrafted. The only draft pick there are Lucas. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, yeah. Round seven. Yeah. So, yeah. so he'll and, be. And my my whole comparison always comes back to well, when are they going to start building cornerback through the fucking draft? <laughs> well, they kind of have been. No, know? they haven't. Well, what? Lucas. Yeah, that's true. That wasn't very. That was two years ago. Yeah. Now last year they that you're right. They brought in a bunch of free agents. They went free agents last year, and it blew up in their face because everybody got fucking hurt. Yeah. You know, so, Will so Sutton they, was the only one. Do they draft this year and run it back with the free agents? I, I think they do one and one. I think they bring in one free agent to start, and I think they bring in a, a high draft pick to, to be blended in during the season. You love and, to hedge you know, your bets, don't I you? I do. I do. <laughs> and, and, and that wouldn't surprise me if they take a late-round cornerback, too, you know? They're, they'll take one early. And then, See, that would surprise me. If they go more than one corner in this draft, that would surprise me. Because they have not been building through the draft at corner, they well, they didn't have they needed other parts first. I guess they're doing. Yeah. I like the way well, they're it, doing it. Just, it. It just makes me think that, quote unquote, their guy, their gritty guy, is that few and far between. Yes, that he is. That's why I said right in the beginning of the scene, like 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 Aiden Hutchinson said. Not everybody can be a lion. Man. Not everybody can be a lion. Right. And and that's 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 the point. They are few and far between because these guys have to hit certain checkpoints along the way. If they don't, they're they're not going to be a Detroit yeah. Lion. And like it seems like Witherspoon was. Oh, one of those they guys wanted last him year, in right? the worst kind of way. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that, it 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 even with the success that they they got from last year's draft. It's like you still have a little what if and a and a wonder and a worry and a why. I almost think mm. that they were probably counting on that Witherspoon pick too much. You know, they I, I think I think they had a backup plan, but it wasn't for another cornerback or safety or whatever he is, you know? Well, I think I think they I mean from I think their original plan, right, was was Witherspoon and then trade up for Gibbs. Mm-hmm. And and so what? What the reaction we saw from uh, Brad Holmes on draft day when he got Jameer Gibbs was, all right. We traded back. We still got our guy, and a shitload of play, and a, and a shitload of 
uh, capital. And so, F yeah, that's 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 a good day. Yeah, and I think they're going to yeah. do the same thing this year in the first round by by backing out if their guy doesn't fall to them. And I think I don't think their guy. I don't think there's 14 of them, Rich. I think there's only two or three of them this year. Well, no, there's no. That's such ridiculous. I, I, <laughs> no, in the first round, no, no it's no, not. No, when you're, it's it's grades. It's first round grades. They had 14 players last year. He said that had a first round grade. Right, but they weren't necessarily players they needed on their team. No, absolutely, they they were players they would have taken. Because they had a first round grade. That's the order. That's you know it. It they took the first. All right, all right. Go know, go. They, they talk took in. the they took the first thirty five forty players, and they had fourteen of those players that they put at the top, and that's the Lions board. It it you know it took out uh, other guys. It took out you know that we didn't necessarily have or. They took out players that we had in the top 20 to make their 14, right? And which left Branch at 40 to pick, right? But to them, he was a top 14 player. Right? Same so, with Amon Ra. He was a first-round well, grade, well, he, too, and they got him in a fourth freaking round. Right, and, so, and that's what I'm saying is they had 14 players, and... They still had one of them available at forty three or whatever it was last year when they they got. Branch, well, I get that. I right? get that. No, yeah. And but... so when they're at twenty nine, and last year their list of fourteen made it to forty three, shit, they're still going to have seven guys out of that fourteen left at twenty nine because they still had, you know it it by by that thinking right. right. Last year their fourteen players lasted forty three picks. So there are 14 players this year, if they last 43 picks. Well, I was talking about just, have in, a lot of just players in the first choose. round. Yeah, they'll, have, they'll still have seven players to choose from when they get to 29 at that point. Is my, so then they can be like, well, we don't have to trade up. We don't have to trade back. We got a guy. Or there's still seven guys left. We can trade back if someone wants to trade up for yeah, but them. Yeah, which you don't want to trade back very far because right. the, you know, seven guys will go really quick. Exactly. and that's. But yet, at the same point, like Especially you just said, 43. well, you know, when they got St. Brown in the fourth round, so... Not everybody evaluates players the same. Yeah. You know? And uh, apparently Brad, Brad has a system that works. He's and got something a lot something. different ways than you know than we think. He's but. really getting to the point now to where uh, he can actually go back to positional value in the draft because he's got the running back, he's got the linebackers. Now he can be like, okay, I need a defensive end, I need a cornerback. I can take them first. I can right. take them and early. To me, that's that's you know they need they also need a. Uh, an X wide receiver, and and that's you know, that's 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 to me. This is another point I wanted to make. Detroit needs a true X position run blocking wide receiver who wins fifty fifty balls and can run a four four forty. <laughs> but in this case, it it's not necessarily speed it, that they need. It's somebody who can run a crisp route 
and lose a guy in, in transformation, you know. Um, well, the key, the key thing is the blocking. Blocking, the willingness to block means more than speed. Yeah. And that's, I guess that was my point. Yeah. I want, you want them to run crisp routes because that way they don't necessarily have to be fast, you know. I mean, we had a kid on our team here a couple, he got busted for gambling, who was not fast. Cephas. Cephas. Cephas, yeah. He could, he was not fast, not fast at all, but he could run a crisp, clean route and would create separation and catch the ball. You know, poor guy got ousted for gambling issues. I wonder if any of his suspension would be lifted and he could have an opportunity to come back to the NFL this year. Because he was banned last year for out for the a whole year. Yeah, but he was already like 25, wasn't he? No, he was only like a second-year guy, you know? Yeah, but he was a, like 50 He's or only lost a year. He's only like 26, maybe. Just, yeah, that's 26, 27, you yeah. know, at yeah. the most. Yeah. So that, that's just a thought. But um, my, my, my question is, you know, if blocking is the biggest deal with, with a wide receiver, you know, then maybe what Detroit is thinking that instead of going the wide receiver route is to draft another tight end, another big guy who knows how to block with good hands and, and you know, four five four four speed, you know. And uh, yeah, I haven't looked at, at the tight end. That's just market. one of my thoughts. You know, yeah. there's there's a guy. Um, he's not really fast from Penn State. Uh, Theo Johnson, tight end, uh, 6'6", 257. <laughs> he runs up five four forty, but he used to be a uh, he's a former wide receiver and, and a pass catcher. So you know if if you want a 50-50 guy, you know, somebody who's 6'6 is probably one of those guys, depending on what his vertical is, yeah. you know, he's he's kind of slow, but I don't, I, from what I understand, he can create separation with good routes, he, ca- he catches the ball. Um, I don't know if that's the route they're going to go, but, you know, like I said, if they don't get a starting X wide receiver, and then maybe what they do is is yeah. draft another tight end like Laporta. Well, I could I could see needing a. They're using two tight depth, end sets, yeah. jumbo packages. Needing depth at, at tight end and yeah. stuff. Um, but to me, that and makes sense. The, the whole wide receiver thing. I think my crush right now is Brandon Ayuk in in, in free agency. <laughs> yeah, and and you I know? guess I would have to be uh, on that on that train as well. Yeah, I don't know if that's feasible in any way. It's just right now, it's a, you know, it's a crush. And, and yeah, so in in the fact that you got JMO and you got St. Brown. Um, and Laporta, Raymond. Those, and, well, just those are three big contracts in receiving, right? Right. Um, I think this Raymond's got one more year left on his contract. Yeah, it's not a big one. You know, Josh Reynolds is up. That's not a big contract either. No, the, the, if they want to bring him yeah, back, they've got three big receiving contracts, and that's all I really want right now. You know, I would think so because you know you want to develop Green too because he was a right, late round draft pick last year. You yeah. know and. He's fast. He's fast. He's just undeveloped and very raw and very green. Yeah, you know, so get uh, right back and and maybe a draft pick and Mm -hmm. and, uh, because 
unfortunately Zilstra, you know, he didn't. Uh, well, he's really still on the out, roster. Right? He's yeah, on the roster. He's an injury uh, in, until he gets better. Yeah, he's on the roster. Yeah, they're going to so pay for his injuries. He'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, they really did like him, and they might bring him back to camp. Yeah, you know, like Levi Enrique. He he came back after all the, all that time. No. So. No, so, okay, that to me, that's one one uh, little thing that I wanted to say about wide receivers and, and possibly drafting a tight end, another tight end, instead of. Now, another thing on offense is the all-line. Um they need to replace the guards on both sides. I know last week I said I thought Jonah Jackson would probably come back, you know, and uh, I'm not so sure. He might not. It's kind of looking more and more. He's not, a, you know, basically he doesn't rate, you know, like in the top 100, he's like 94. Yeah. Nine, so it's like he's not going to demand a lot of money. He's not going to be uh, getting any big money offers, you know, so, you know, I think it's all going to depend on whether or not Detroit really wants to bring him back because, you know, it was a contract here. He, well, we like, talked apparently, about it last week, you know, it's, he has a contract on the table. If he wants to sign it, he can sign it. We'll see what happens yeah. because that might be null and void by now. Right. I don't know how that works yeah, at the end of the year yeah. and all that. So, so it's, it's looking more and more to me like he might not come back. Um, uh, yeah, not because he went somewhere else, but because Detroit didn't really want him back. But we'll see. That's a see what happens. You know, they need a guard center and a center guard, one in free agency, and one in the draft early, and maybe a late round or two. You know, do you want a leader, a future leader, and an apprentice future leader? You know, these offensive linemen are important, Rich. You know. Yeah. You know, I got to bring him in. I would think uh, you get it, your first round pick is going to get hurt if you stay at twenty nine. If it's not going to be a cornerback, it, it's got to be an offensive lineman, and I would think that that would be the way to go, just money wise, because um, a cornerback's going to cost you more than than an offensive lineman. Now, if you move out of the first round, it depends, you know, who's there. But I kind of like that kid from Oregon. Uh, He'll be long gone. He's, he's top 25. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, no, me, we no just got done talking about how people fall, okay? So, well, yeah. yeah. All right, and, so and just for him falling to 25 to me is, yeah, is outrageous. Almost as outrageous as Amon Ra falling to the fourth round. Well, that wasn't outrageous. He was a second rounder to me. That that's Whatever. Good. He still fell well, to was, the fourth round. Yeah, that is a two-round difference, yeah. definitely. Okay, but, now yeah. I also <laughs> see Detroit signing a defensive end edge guy, a vet, to push Houston. And uh, and and a vet, possibly a vet defensive tackle to push everybody else. You know, Jones, the Commish, Paschal, sure, and Bring even even Martin. You know, so it's well, competition. About, about yeah, well, Matthew Betts, the guy we just signed today, yesterday, yeah. yesterday, today, last night, yesterday. I don't know, six three two. I got. You've got conflicting weights on this guy. I mean... You know, the CFL, I think, they, they weigh things differently. Yeah, yeah, kilograms, I think. But yeah. they got him here at 6'3", one, two, 257. Anywhere between 257 and 265. So um, this guy is fast. I watched some tape on him. He was uh, just... I mean, in the CFL, you know, the uh, line of scrimmage... 
for the defense is one yard behind the ball, you know. Right. You're you're one yard back yeah, from the ball. Receivers can take a ten yard running start. Uh, <laughs> it's, that's 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 like freaking uh, arena football. But uh, um, he was on the practice squad of the Bears in 2019, and, and yeah, this kid has unbelievable speed. He moves like speed. his first step is so quick. You know, I you you got to watch the tape. Um, Will he make this team? You know, let's just wait till after the they camp. Want, they and definitely can, want him to I, try. I, I tell you right now, at this point, I'd say yes. There's a chance he not only could be, you know, just make the fifty-three. I think he could also be that disruptive starter on opposite side of Hutchinson. And but you know, right, I, like you said, anyone they draft. This year they they're drafted for next year. Yeah, well, you know, see, that's this guy a going is, theme, right? This guy is better than <laughs> anybody we had on the team last year, other than Hutchinson. You know, yeah, this guy I, already I, is an upgrade. I could tell you that right now. He he won. He had the most sacks in the NFL or Person. CFL this year. You know, led nice. the CFL in sacks. So nice. Um, now. Did we, or do you have anything else on that? Little well, I always look in here, you know, I, uh, everything else we basically talked about, you know. Because uh, I want to bring up Lance Newmark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Uh, this guy has been, Lance's been with Detroit for a long time. 28 years? 26. Six. Hang on, well, I got it written down. 26 years. 26 years. Yeah, he got hired by the Washington Commanders. Or commandos, command com, commodes. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, he was our former senior director of player personnel, and he's going to be the assistant GM uh, in Washington under. And I had that guy's name too, and I didn't write it down. The the the, oh, uh, the GM. GM of Washington ain't no big deal. Yeah. yeah. It's not Mark Mayhew anymore. No, Mark Marty's That's all gone. That really matters. Marty's gone. Yeah, so so good for Lance Newmark and, and I'm happy for him. On up. I'm I'm glad it wasn't our uh, cap guru guy because I think they're, would, I think yeah. in Disner, Mister Disner, Disner, I think he I think they're training him to to be to take over as president for Ron Wood when Ron decides that he wants to retire, and that'll probably be right after Detroit wins the Super Bowl next year. Ron will probably retire. And Disner will probably take over as president. I like the sound of that. I do too. You know that that's just speculation at this point. Well, on speculation me, on our part. I think I think it was Rocky. I was talking. No, it was me. Was you? Yeah. yeah. It was, okay. I brought it up. Yeah, you're gonna right. give credit to anyone other than anybody, me if anybody you can. but you, Rich. Yep. Anybody but you. We've got about ten minutes here. Getting cold up here. We finally got the chimney cleaned out. <clears throat> Yeah, I down start another. Fire. I'm actually, I actually never went up the ladder because the last time I did it, I I was like, no, I'm not getting back up on your roof. I, I, I yeah, I don't like getting back on the ladder. That's the where where I uh, 
you know, I like I like the view. The view yeah. uh, in in heights is very nice. You know, very nice. It's um, like a little yeah. girl walking barefoot through a cow pasture. Let's <laughs> see rich up on that roof. <laughs> but you know, when a friend needs you, you do things for him. I was on crutches. No Whether way. I was getting grateful up there. for it twenty years later or not. It wasn't know. twenty years ago. <laughs> Oh, which means you should be more grateful because it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I tell you, I you know, just just to kind of round things up, I I really think that, you know, I think Brad Holmes is going to make a splash, by you know a splash, splash. not necessarily a splash trade, but you know I think he's going to spend some money on somebody somewhere, and it's either going to so be a starting cornerback. Or it's going to be a starting defensive end. And I think with the addition of this guy that we brought in, it, it, it could be he's going to spend some money on a tight end or a um, cornerback. You know, yeah, it, it just makes sense. You got you need a shutdown corner, and you're not going to develop one in the short time that you have. So you go out and you buy one. And that's that's the way I see it, you know. See, yeah, and I'm... With all the talk that we had last week, and, and we're still talking about corner this week, I, I'm leaning not spending, not throwing more money. I'm thinking, finally, get one in the draft, bring back Sutton, Sutton's your free agent, go with, or not Sutton, Mosley, Mosley and Sutton, and a new kid. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Well, we do. We are right now at this point. I think uh, Todd said we got about forty-eight million in cap space. We let some of that go. It, it could climb, you know, pretty good. You know. Yeah. So, so it's not like we don't have the money. You know, you know me. I don't like spending money. I right. don't. Yeah. You know, and and I don't. And and I'll argue that fact right to the to to, to the point that like you don't want to spend that much money on one guy who's like. 33 years old, you yeah. know, well, demanding $18 million a year, you know, but wants need. a three-year contract. $51 million, fuck that. Luxurious needs going to command money. Well, you know, for, for a cornerback, I think it's okay because of what our developed defensive linemen are, and plus this guy, uh, what's his name, uh, Betts, yeah. that we just brought in. I think, yeah, I think that kid's going to make a difference. Houston... Houston is going to make a difference, um, you know, on impact know so this much. year. Maybe he's he's healthy. Yeah, but we're talking corners, right? Uh, but I know DNs and all time linebackers rush affect the corners and and how they have to play. Uh, and I'm not saying uh, it's it's a beat all to end all with uh, uh, a new kid and Mosley and Sutton. You know, I'm not sure it's an upgrade, but I nothing that they've shown me is that they're going to do anything major. Maybe, maybe there is a splash of there, corner. To me, maybe. There, there, there is. I there, feel like last year I was got, a splash. No, there's, there's a, still trying I, there's to a kid, uh, that, get the energy from The kid out of Chicago I like. and uh, Oh, crap. Five and a half minutes, whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, um, there's uh, uh, Steve Nelson. He's an old guy, too, out of Houston. Jalen Johnson out of Chicago, Justin Simmons out of Jaylen Denver, Johnson. even Marshawn Lattimore out of New Orleans. These guys are going to cost you some money. Uh, uh, Sneed out of San Francisco, you right? Know? Yeah, you no, know? He, he's out of Kansas City or Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. 
So you know there there's yeah, there's a, a there's those there's there's a bunch of corners out there that you know if you want to spend the money for it you can hit right. my and my favorite on this is 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 probably Jalen Johnson. Sure. You know sure. and and I, and I know I know he you know they'll probably give him franchise tag or something like that Maybe. you know. Could yeah I'm not necessarily debating the the player, just you know the the position and and the. The move, right, know, as as much as anything. Uh, but like I said, I've got three cornerbacks in the draft, and they're all like first round guys. And I think if they're going to take one in the draft, one of those three guys would be fine with me. Yeah, see, I think that'd be cool. You you get that guy at twenty nine. Yeah, it, whichever but, one falls. That to kid you. from Toledo, man, man, he can start right oh away. God. He would yeah. be like that. Would be like freaking awesome. Yeah, it would. But you know it depends. Yeah. It, it, I don't know if he falls, you know. But but any of those three, they I might think, move up and get him. Like I said, yeah. you know, they're gonna make some kind of splash somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they might not be, you know, if it's not in free agency, it'll definitely be in the draft. But I think they're they're gonna make a splash play in, in on on defense for you know in free agency, and I'm not so sure if they're gonna be extremely active. But they will pick up some pieces. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah, they gotta pick up the pieces, mm-hmm. you know, uh, here and there, um, because that's football, right? And and they're gonna weigh that and is to what they feel is uh, a a deep position in the draft, right? Yeah. And and we do feel corner is a deep position in the draft, and so maybe that's you know just is part of a factor in. And how they treat free agency. Yeah. And um, yeah. I guess you know, I said I say Jalen Johnson's probably my favorite on that list, but you know, my favorite cornerback, uh, it, it probably isn't on this list. It's on Brad Holmes's list. That's going to be my favorite cornerback. You know, so yeah. whichever one he decides to take in free agency, that as far as I'm concerned, that's 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 his. That's going to be his guy, and I'm going to trust that. So. Yeah. Last time we didn't have enough time, so Rich, I'm gonna let you just kind of take it from here. I <laughs> no, it was warranted last week. We just, you know, yeah, got a we our transitions sometimes get kerfuddled uh, when we don't plan them because heck, we don't plan anything. Yeah, um, for well, the most part. Maybe next time we'll talk more about the offensive line because I know there's some. Some uh, some things out there that that we really need in, in, on the offensive line because you got old guy we got old guys and hurt hurt old guys you know so yeah, you gotta you gotta beef it up I mean yeah. yeah all this stuff I'm almost like ready to just sit back and and not even pick players and just well I think Swarzdal I think Swarzdal is going to have a chance to 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 be developed next year I think he'll be better a lot better than he was this year. Yeah, and bring just, you some I, little higher up competition. He I, might end up being a backup. So I, I'm excited for how relaxed this this whole draft season can be. You know, and I want it to be relaxed as as much as you know. You want to bite my head off? <laughs> you know, because it, it, the team's good and everything's good, and and we and, got 23 yeah. agents this year. Yeah, there are. There's going to be a lot of turnover. That is the the thing. And the D line, we've talked about it. The turnover, and maybe CJ is is turnover, and Tracy Walker is turnover, and Jerry Jacobs, maybe he's turnover, and 
so yeah. Uh, Will Harris. <laughs> Turnover. Yeah, linebacker. <laughs> linebacker. Uh, Gonzalez or uh, Rodrigo. They might, they might try and upgrade Craig Reynolds too. Yeah, so. so Craig Reynolds could go. You know, these guys with, with value, you know, um, because they're, we don't have a lot of capital in the draft. And, and maybe that's what uh, we don't give away draft picks. We give away some players and, and to move up or around. And, Actually, you move back out of number 29 into yeah, the second you know, round would bring you a truckload of freaking revenue. Because if those whatever, players that, the, that Brad Holmes wants starts going off the board uh, 15 and 20 and 23, and, and you know he's going to get itchy. We know that. Mm-hmm. So until then. This has been. The M66 North. Detroit Lions podcast with Randy and Rich. Take enough time to finish this time, huh? Yeah, maybe so. Watch for dear one, Pride. Go Go Lions. Lions!